acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Daniel, Vaniel, Canyol, and Rory Mori Scory <laughs> joining order. you for what is the final Pin Pals episode of in the, the year, year of 2021. And boy, has it been a big one. We, <laughs> looking back, we uh, got out of the Zooms. We were doing the Zooms, yeah. obviously, for a long time. Long time. Got out of the Zooms. We were recording face-to-face at uh, Lissa's. We switched over from Starburns to Team Coco. We started having more guests we did. Uh, on the show, something that we're going to continue to do. And we mm-hmm. have a pretty awesome one starting next week, the very first episode of 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh, we now have an official office studio space yeah. for this podcast which is a big deal to us. Very big deal. <laughs> if you're a listener, you're like, what do I care? I get it. I don't know. I probably wouldn't care either. But if you're making this show, uh, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, do you have any resolutions? That's a great Do you do those? Question. I feel like you do them all the time. I don't I think, think it's I, a rolling I, thing for you where you're taking assessment of what do I want to do? Throughout the year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I am. And I'm not good at them. Um, I really wish I was better at them. It's, <laughs> is a resolution to be better at resolutions? Is that a resolution? Take it. Take it. That's your ball <laughs> is that run too meta? No. So, I want to be in better shape and I want to... Um, I want to be I was just thinking a person who slim. I get up early. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I don't, it's, I don't know why it is. It isn't hmm. from any sort of health regimen. Um, That's not I want to eat better. Eat well. I want to eat better this year. I want to be more physically active this year. Okay. Uh, going into next year. I mean, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to be uh, more prolific in terms of art that I want to uh, do, you know, yeah. create. So I do have a resolution, actually, because I have been thinking about this to the point where I've said this out loud to Jordan and another friend 
uh, Greg. I think in the fall of this year, wow. I'm going to do an art gallery and I'm going to try to have uh, 20 pieces, ten, 10 to 20 pieces. And my friend Greg, the reason I told him is because he also uh, is an artist who's put together a gallery on his own, which I didn't know you could just do. And so when I went to his, I was like, man, I just feel this thing inside me, this calling of making art. You love to paint. And I love to paint and I love what it is. And I, I don't sit and do it with any sort of expectation or idea in my mind that I know what I'm doing or that I'm good at it. it. I just love where it takes me. And I love when I'm done with a painting, it's one of those things where I, I think what makes me feel good about it is I don't need anyone to tell me they think it's good. Mm -hmm. It's something I just know. Mm -hmm. And if someone said, no, truly everyone doesn't like this painting, it wouldn't change how I felt about it because, you know, I'm I'm doing like abstract stuff, uh, which, you know, to a lot of people is probably not interesting as someone who's not really good at painting or drawing or doing those things, uh, sitting and looking at an abstract concept that you're trying to create is very difficult. I think there's really bad abstract stuff Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I think it's really good abstract stuff, but I don't think abstract is something you can just easily create and do. It really takes choices and decisions and there's a whole philosophy and a process for figuring out how to do it. Anyways, obviously the way I just lit up talking about it, I love it so much and I love doing it. And I'm back to painting again, trying to finish a painting for my brother that I sit and mull over and I make a choice, I do a thing, and then I step back and I look at it for like a week to try to figure out what's the next thing I want to do to it. And it's just a Zen place. I love it so much. So you might, or not might, you would like <sighs> my resolution to have is to, a showing at a gallery or your yeah. own gallery space yeah. in the fall of in the 2022. Fall of 2022. So my resolution wow. is to stay focused and try to complete that promise to myself that I will do it. I think that's great. Robert. I'm really excited about it. I genuinely think that's great. Yeah. Thank you. What about you? Man. You're like nothing. First letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to run five miles. Yeah. What's the, what's the longest you've ever run? Three for me. And that was the soccer days. Yeah. I mean, I've done a few five K's. What is a five K? 3.2. Okay. Never more um, than that. No, my needs, my knees. Don't also like, up. why would you? You don't ever... I guess training for the 5K, you maybe would be like, I'm going to run four miles. I just would love to be able to... I should say full full answer. I would love to run five miles without having knee issues. So I think I'd have to really work up to it. Yeah. Um, That might be a thing. uh, But also, is the knee issues just knee issues? There's nothing you can do about it. It's true. Because you might not be able to get around that. You can't. I know. Yeah. But I like to try and find out. Sure. Resolve to try. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd like to leave the country this year. So provided uh, people get their shit together, that could be a safe thing to do. For vacation or for shows? Um, I think part of the Together Tour, I want to, Together Again Tour, I'd like, I want to do a European run. London. Five cities. Yeah. Yeah. London, Dublin. Uh, I don't think Ireland. Really? I want to say that just for a trip. Dublin is so I know, but I want to do great. it just for... I want. I know. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do stand-up when no, I know, you but should I want do. that you to be do its that. own trip. Vodafone, uh, who knows what it'll be called, if it come, when and if what? it is able to come back. But the Vodafone Comedy Festival oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I've done in Dublin mm-hmm. uh, a few times now, and it is the 
great. That's the great way of like getting in to be like, I played Dublin. It's like, that's, you want to do it there. Yeah. It's like such a fun way to do it. Yeah. I think it was like, uh, Andrew Youngblood and I had talked about it. It was like Paris, London, Munich, uh, Amsterdam, Bruges, maybe. Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Travel God, all that gets me so excited. And, um, run more, I think is something I'd really like to do. We never did our you know what? You know what? I'll resolve 20. this. I want to shoot more of my own content. Yeah, and put it out. And by content, I mean like sketches, script, scripted stuff. Yeah, yes, because I've got the ideas. Yeah, I just need to do the work. Sketches, short film. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? Hey, you want to go? Well, I do, and I want to say thank you to all of our listeners who oh have supported God, us time. and come with us on this trip from the very beginning. Do you kind of feel like even after three and a half years, we're just getting started? Can't believe it's three and a half years, and I feel I I felt like that. So much. I feel like we're just getting started. Right. I feel like now that we're in the studio space, we're kind of figuring out the mm-hmm. show. We're booking some guests. We're figuring out, you know, how some to interact with guests. We're figuring out who, what guests and when to have them and, and what this show is. I think there's an I excitement. I mean, if Smartless can do six cities, I think we can. I think we can do six cities. But we're going to do some live stuff. But I... I think I I am excited about 2022, 2022 because I think there's a lot of potential Me too. Uh, for this podcast. And we the reason we, we want to say that and bring that up to you guys is because obviously all of you listeners, uh, if you're brand new and you've never listened to this show before, you being here right now for the first time is a big deal. And the people that have been here the whole time or, or however many times you listen to a show, it's the only reason there is still... Uh, a show. 100%. So if you are like, well, I love this show and I really support this show and we, we hear you and we see you, all of those people, um, never forget. It is always, uh, it's what makes this show stay and become stronger and better is you telling 10 people this year that they should listen yeah, that's to their, this that's podcast. Their, that's our pen pals resolution. Yeah. If you tell 10 people, it goes so much further than you actually think. Uh, it grows the show which helps us be able to afford this studio mm-hmm. and uh, and to keep making the show better. We're now doing video. You're looking at this now if you're if you're watching it on uh, YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank we you. appreciate it from the bottom of our heart. You guys Agreed. mean a lot to us. Thank you're you so much. Pals. But now it's time to go. go! Dear Daniel and Roy, I'm up any night. <laughs> well, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare speed read. Don't Th- you dare micro machines. Proper introduction that they wrote. The micro machines commercials. At a certain point, you're like, just just tell me what's up. Like you the that, gimmick. You think, you think that guy's still alive? He's not. He's you not. know he's not? Uh, yeah, I know he's not. Do you, do you think he died at 72? Is that? Oh. You know what I keep forgetting? What? We have so many new listeners who, if they haven't gone through the back catalog. Yeah. I don't no know idea. any of that. They don't even know what we're talking about. Do you think he died at 72? I mean, the odds would tell you no. I bet he was. What do you think he died at? <laughs> and then we're going to find out he's alive. He is alive. Okay, he is All alive. Right. Hold is on. he 72? Is he 72? Yes or no? Do we? I even forgot our own rules. Do we How guess old do you his think age? he was? When were micro machine commercials? You were 10? I bet he was 33. And we were 10. 10. 10. <laughs> so 30. So he'd be 63. I'm going to say he's not 72, but I'm going to say he's 67. I'm going to say he's not 72 and he's 74. 
Whoa, what is it? One of us is exactly right because I don't know if people can hear Lissa. Okay, round two. Who's exactly? <laughs> That's right. how we do it on Dumb People Town. <laughs> okay, who do you think is exactly right? What was your guess? Uh, sixty-seven, and mine was seventy-four. I think I, I'm exactly. I'm right. exactly right. All right. First of all, welcome to the Type A house. <laughs> <laughs> Lissa, the fast talking guy from Micro Machines. From, Micro Machines. from okay, the fast talking guy from Micro Machines is. Yes! This is how I needed this year to end! (laughs) By just conquering Daniel! (laughs) Oh, I don't know about that. I get so Midwestern. I needed this. This wind mattered to me. Oh, All right, here we go. God damn it. We got to remember to do 72. We don't do that enough. I know, because next time we play... I know, the last time we had a song. Is Melissa Leo 72? We're going to save it. Is Melissa Leo Saga? Uh, right, I'm a penny, not yet a paller. This podcast has meant so much to me during a very difficult year. It is Wait, brought- what is it? How did it start out? Dear Daniel and Roy. Okay, keep going. I just start crying. <laughs> well, I won the 67 thing. <laughs> I'm a penny, not yet a paller. This podcast has meant so much to me during a very difficult year. It has brought happiness to my family and moments of true hardship. And for that, I will be forever grateful to both. Whoa. To both of you. Enough preamble on the main event. Do I choose an insightful and philosophical topic for this letter? I do not. I want to talk about buffets. Well, you wrote a letter to the right podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, you do. I don't. This might be a three-parter. This might be a three-parter. <laughs> My wife and I have four beautiful daughters. Jesus. During quarantine, <laughs> we tried to do some extra fun activities with the kids, even though we were stuck in our home. Mm-hmm. We started trying to cook one authentic dish from every country in the world. Wow. I never do shit like that. And I what wish I did. You guys got pizza night? Taco uh, night? I mean, what is it? I mean, what even is that? That is stationary, by the way. This is stationary. Thus far, we've done about 20 countries and it has been super fun. 20 countries. 20. I Two highly tens. encourage others to expand their palate via this method. It's a great idea. For Brazil, we found a Brazilian steakhouse with outdoor seating. We went to dinner as a family for the first time since March of 2020. It was a massive hit with the kids. The gauchos came around with skewers of roasted meats that the kids delight delightedly sampled, though they were more excited about the grilled pineapple than anything else. There was also a buffet-style salad bar. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I told the kids they could help themselves to the salad bar, and it turned out to be their favorite part of the entire experience. More so than the food itself, they loved being in charge of their own meal. Mm-hmm. I quickly realized that we didn't have to be at a fancy restaurant for the kids to have this much fun. Ponderosa. They would have experienced the same joy if uh, we had been at a Golden Corral or an old country buffet. Mm-hmm. I admit that I guess I'm kind of a snob in this regard, as I would never choose to visit a buffet-style restaurant, assuming the food would be generic and poorly cooked. But am I depriving my children of a truly fun experience by not taking them to such establishments? I'm sure they would love piling horrible combinations like meatballs and jello onto the same plate. It's almost... I don't know if I can do it now. Yeah, Wait, hold this on. Will I'm with the, the amount of times I've wanted to grab the letter and start talking. <laughs> no, I'm ready to start. I recall a hilarious moment from my childhood when my parents took us to a buffet restaurant called Perry's outside Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. My brother wanted to indulge in the soft serve ice cream, but instead of using the appropriately sized dessert bowls next to the soft serve machine, he grabbed a full size dessert plate <laughs> dinner plate great kid from the buffet and unloaded a true mountain of ice cream onto it however being only around eight years old at the time he failed to realize that the buffet plates right out of an industrial dishwasher <laughs> were kept heated within seconds our entire table <laughs> was covered in a calamitous puddle of melted ice cream and my parents had to sheepishly ask the wait staff for help cleaning up the mess 
We all still laugh about it to this day. What are your thoughts on buffets? Are they a fun experience or are they kind of gross? Do you have any fun buffet memories like the one I've shared? Sincerely, your pen pal, Tom. P.S. Our youngest daughter was diagnosed with autism early this year. She has some significant development developmental delays and she has a very hard time communicating with us verbally. However... Here come the tears. She is incredibly happy and she loves to sing the pen pals theme with me. She finishes the song with a big smile on her face. It's a great moment of connection. Her name coincidentally is Penny. Whoa, baby. And now the best part of this letter. (laughs) I mean, we've already had three. That's what it looks like. Dear Dan and Rory. They get it. On the night that I go back in time at 1.30 a.m., you will be shot by terrorists. <laughs> Please take whatever precautions are necessary to prevent this terrible disaster. Your friend, Tom. Is that not exquisite? Little back to the future How happy coming did at that you. Make you. As soon as I saw that, I was like, this letter. You're in. This guy gets it. I mean... What, and on a letter like that with the cursive writing. What's more touching like that. than knowing that little girl sings that theme song and it makes her so happy with her, her dad. A smile on her face. Her name is Penny. Just coincidentally, her name is Penny. Wow. Or um, the past harmonizes. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's a paller. She doesn't listen to every episode. Um, the past does. Harmonize. That's beautiful. The end of that letter is absolutely. It's beautiful. actually one of the most I am beautiful so things excited we've read. It definitely about falls in that category. Everything else in that letter, I'm gonna. T- I might take my shoes off. I'm so revved up. To Here's talk where about. I got real revved up. Can I jump in? Yeah, of course. You read it. Don't you think what someone does at a buffet? You give them a plate, and you got tells you everything it, you need to know. About it's. Them. I, but I think there's an age to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I want to say, and this is where I want to know the opinion. Is that age twelve? Is the age 12 where you go for a buffet here is well to do a personality test of here's a dinner plate. You're still 12. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, a little bit, you kind of know what you you know, some things you don't like, (laughs) you know what you don't like, but you know what you want to get, but what that's going to look like when that comes back to the table, I'm not going to lie. I think that would be maybe an incredibly, uh, and please, if anyone wants to go ahead and steal this idea. I think that would be an incredible coffee table book is on the left side headshot Mandy, Mandy style sure, yeah, of yeah. the person at like yeah. super serious the Nick cage movie. Yeah. Yeah. And on the right, a beautiful picture of the plate that they've concocted at, you know, one of those places where I grew up. It was yeah, yeah. Ryan's and Quincy's. Yeah. 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 I don't know what you Ponderosa old country buffet. Yeah. That's your, yeah, yeah. That's your one and two. Yeah. And then golden corral everywhere. One. But I think that would I've never be been interesting. To a that could be a good coffee table book. Never been to a Golden Corral. So many ponderosas. Yeah, you can't. Have it's you, a little gross. I think. I think they're. If I got to jump right in, I think they're Golden Corral. You couldn't they have pay a carving me. station. You'd have to pay Corral? me so much to get me at a Golden Corral right now. Really? Yeah. What I about, don't. What I about think it's like gross. Bacchanal at Caesars in Vegas. So now I think we're talking a different game. Of course we are. I think we're talking a different quality. Mm-hmm. It, I think it is still a little. You do feel a little strange, but it does taste good, and there's something there that you are That's like quality. fuck. Crab legs. I don't know about uh, Golden Corral, but uh, Old Country Buffet, they have a carving station. That's always with some great turkey and yeah, ham, and, ham and roast beef. Yeah. What, how much joy would it give you to take Elliot to a buffet right now, hand her a little plate, and go hit it? Yeah. Dude, what do you think she's throwing well, here's on the thing. there? I, that's what I'm curious about. I take my nephews to the China Buffet in Rochelle every time I'm home. Yeah. They look they look, look forward to it almost as much as I do. You don't know something that's interesting you say that. 
the China buffet, mm-hmm. Chinese buffet, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, uh, to me seems like, well, it's uh, called China. Buffet. It, it, well, I know that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, in general, yeah, yeah. a yeah, Chinese yes, yes, buffet, yes, yes, um, seems zero gross because really? I'm, I, I know that I love everything in there, <laughs> but for some reason, golden corral, a, you know, you're an just American thinking, version right. of a buffet seems so gross. You're thinking, but of, a Chinese buffet right now, yeah. my mouth is watering. Thinking really? About it. Yeah. Because you're thinking of like croutons dropped into marinara sauce when you think of like a golden crow. Like I think so. Things like cross pollination. I think of, I'm thinking cross pollination. I'm thinking yeah. just, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. So when I was a kid, we'd go to Ponderosa, right? Well, the very first buffet I went to was actually a cafeteria style. It's called Bishop's. That was at the Colonial Village Mall. Loved it. You got to pick what you wanted as you walked through. That was more, like I said, cafeteria. But then um, Ponderosa, you'd order, you'd pick your number of like your steak, vegetable combo, maybe a grilled chicken. I don't think the meat was that good quality. And then you would go to the buffet and man, the day I realized, probably around 12, maybe 10. Yeah. That I could get the noodles from like the pasta section, yeah. but walk over to the, well, I don't know why it was even there, but it wasn't near the noodles. Walk over to the melted cheese section. And didn't you think you were the only person who ever thought of that? It was shells. <laughs> and I would, I'm talking globs. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Heart attacks. Oh, and I would mound it up and just <laughs> destroy those shells destroy and and the, you're right especially as a kid there's a freedom to it yeah that you're like you're in charge i think that's what i love charge. about this what he's saying here the amount of cubed red jello that you i just would grabbed eat, it right next to yeah. the cheese yeah right next to the cheese yeah. you know i also think i think a buffet i took rosemary to a ponderosa like three years ago oh yeah i, th- I think the i think the thing about a buffet and a kid is that giving them that plate at whatever age you're going to do it let them load it up. Yeah. Let them come back to the table and let them learn from experience portions. Let them learn. I know that you looked at a lot of things that were very exciting. Mm-hmm. I still do this at 41. I would do it right now at a Chinese buffet. I still do it crafty. Yeah, exactly. And then I get back and I go, why did I think I could eat all this? I was like, because I'm still a moron. Yeah. But a kid, I think it's really important. It wasn't until I went to Camp Greenville that at your table... All of the food that didn't get eaten went uh-huh. into a weigh thing on your table, or they took it, they weighed it, yeah. and the table with the least food waste won for that meal, and you got to win something. Okay. So they even said, they go, take a little, come back and eat, and then go get more. Yeah, And it really was interesting that the three days that we were at that camp, it really takes time to learn to learn control. that, and I think a buffet kind of teaches that to a kid. Or it goes go, the other way because we used to go to Old Country Buffet after church, and, and you I, overdo it. <laughs> I would eat till I was sick, of course. And you know what? I thought, but you, it, that's thought all. It, but that's also a lesson. Me, I thought in my, I, and I love them. I say this with love. In my fucked up family, it was it somehow it meant I was a big good boy. Exactly. That yeah. I ate till I was sick. That yeah. I would just filled out my husky clothes so well. <laughs> I, do, I know all that, dude. I didn't have that specifically, but. I know that like sort of back, celebration of the wrong thing. Get more spaghetti. Get more uh, mashed potatoes with that thick brown gravy. <laughs> a couple pieces of turkey. Never even t- never even looked at a salad.
let's get to the uh, let's get to the meat of it here. That dessert bar, dude. The dessert bar. First of all, if you can fuck with a French silk pie, (laughs) that's for the YouTube. That's for YouTube right there. (laughs) You felt it. You felt it when I said it. I mean, obviously the sauce. You know, full disclosure. I soft serve machine when that started. (laughs) At a festival. Avery Pearson and I guested with Ian Carmel mm-hmm. on a non-recorded all fantasy everything when we drafted buffets. Yeah. And if you think anybody came close to fucking beating me at drafting a buffet, <laughs> I think I got carving station in the fourth round. <laughs> <laughs> they they couldn't even hang. They couldn't <laughs> even hang. Dude. <laughs> What has gotten to you? <laughs> I don't know. Just the, the, I, I think I love the confidence of if you think anybody was Could coming even. at me. No. Now, the Ryan's or the Quincy's, those were the two. Remember Ryan? They called it a Ryan Steakhouse. Yeah, Ryan Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. And you could, you could like get steak mm-hmm. and put in that order. Same as, as you a, went it's down like a Ponderosa. Usually, people yeah. went, you skip that part, grabbed your tray, paid, and you, right. went, you got the right. all you can eat. But that soft serve machine, that wasn't always a part of the deal. That wasn't always there. No. And I remember being a kid. And we were like, whoa, what's what's that over there? And, you know, now, obviously there's big and it was banners kind of pointing. Yeah, out you're a, a software machine glowing. You've never as a kid, you've never been in a position where you're like you, you were already like, oh, I'm in charge of the food. But when you saw the software serve machine, especially someone who adores and worships ice cream. Yeah, I was like vanilla. I'm in charge. I'm in charge of the ice cream. And they're like, you're not just in charge of the ice cream. Look at all, all these the fucking toppings. toppings. Oh my God. And you're just like, what the fuck? Even that was a lesson in, hey, all of them at the same time, mm-hmm. for me, they don't work. But, but you had to learn it. <laughs> There's an you art would put them on there to and be like, it. I don't like this. Yeah, why did I put jelly beans in here? You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. But I I, I remember the f- like, not a specific moment, but I remember that feeling of seeing that machine for the first time. We did the plate. We tried to do the fucking plate. It was a mess. We oh, never yeah. did it at that level. Where it was like I a see. Mountain. I would go over to the salad bar and I'd grab a bowl from an there. actual bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would get the bowl. I would do two or three trips. I'd sneak a trip up there. I rem- I just remember the experience. If there's anything that I take from this and I and I th- I think this is what I really love about this letter is that I remember being a kid and going with my family mm-hmm. to these types of restaurants mm-hmm. and really I think I love the fact that we didn't order. I think I love the fact that as soon as you sit down you can Game get on. right back up. And you know what? You always do right it. And I know only people watching are going to get this, but it's always this. Thank you. Thanks. Shall we, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. And you sit there for a second. You're like, why don't we, even, why don't why we, we start even over down? there and then find a table? Well, yeah, unless you, you got to you. You put your coat down. Put your coat down. They ask you, what do you want to drink? Yeah. Yeah. The high C. I okay. get the high C. I, I know we've talked about this before, but guess what? I don't give a shit. The Pizza Hut buffet. Yeah. You yeah, did yeah, it? Yeah. You did it? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember getting the like? Also, Pizza Inn. Did you have Pizza no, Inn? I never heard of it. You could stay there? Pizza Inn. It was like a motel? No. <laughs> it doesn't even occur to me. It never even occurred to me the word inn because I just knew what it was. Right. Yeah. But that was the like place that had a pizza buffet. That was the function of that place was that is a pizza 
buffet. Yeah. Like CC's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this was pre CC's. Gotcha. But then right. like Pizza Hut, some of them had the oh. buffet. Not all of them had the buffet. Do you remember but... like the raspberry dessert pizza? Yeah. yeah so yeah. hot. Yeah. Always too hot. Scalding. And then, and then burn the top you, of your mouth. And then do you remember being a kid? Like you were like you, like you had like you owned a house <laughs> and you go, you guys putting out any more sausage? <laughs> like, they were like, fuck you, kid. <laughs> What are you? You're like nine, nine, and I know what I want. I'm nine, and I want to know about these fucking sausages. My dad wants to know, and then they'd be like, "You don't have a dad." I'd be like, "My friend's dad." Yeah, wants but my to friend's know. dad, and he lets me call him dad. And that's when they go, "God, get, this get, get some this sausage. sausage. Come on, God, Rick, get it out bad, there for him." For this kid. I feel bad for this kid who talks to us exactly the way our boss talks to us. <laughs> you guys doing any more pineapple? I loved it. And I'll tell you, man, buff, a Vegas buffet, and I know they've changed. I, don't even, I, I, don't, I know they changed. What's I your favorite Vegas buffet? I mean, you it's spent enough time there. It's Bacchanal. Hey, where, where is Bacchanal? Caesars. Okay. Caesars and Bacchanal is, it's, it's great. It's, they're known for it. Yes, and ev- I mean they have come like, on down. They have everything. There. Yeah, yeah. Every the dessert is its own, there's the dessert is its own buffet. Yeah, yeah. It's in the round. Yeah, and it, they have everything from like all over the world type stuff. Yeah, I mean there's people who just go nuts on like the crab legs and stuff. Like oh yeah, that. yeah I'm not yeah. really a crab leg guy. I, it's like, I don't want that much work. Even at my this food. age, I go straight to the fucking dessert station. You, what you can't do you at can't. a buffet is you can't go rolls. Don't even mess oh, with you're, bread. You're, you're what are you doing to yourself? yourself? You're screwing your whole they got thing. Bread buffets at every other Get restaurant out of here. Yes. You don't need the bread. No. Um, Tom, I got to say this letter is could not be more up our alley as two cackling idiots who fucking love talking about I love food. it. Or I, I say we call it for this. What? It's in the, between the holidays. We did one really fun letter. Everybody's eating a lot anyway. I feel good. Yeah, I do too. I feel real good. Folks, um, I guarantee we will talk more about this if you want us to. Just <laughs> yeah. send us your buffet dreams and your buff buffet memories. We'll, we'll talk get, about it on the Patreon. Dude, we'll get we'll start doing some extended cuts on the Patreon. <laughs> I don't but not even by choice. It's just yeah. the way we you live send our us lives. food. Honestly, I don't know why this podcast isn't even just about food. I don't know why twenty twenty two is just food. <laughs> some people would say Maybe we'll do a food month and we'll just do all food on the one of the months. Um, Tom, this is an incredible letter and uh, it's so heartwarming to hear that story about you and your daughter and also heartwarming to hear the story about all of your daughters and, and going to a buffet. So thank you for that. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.